McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. All right, y'all, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Y'all got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, our SMS family. Here's your Friday headlines. The Republican majority in the Tennessee House of Representatives has voted to expel two Democrats for demonstrating on the House floor in favor the of black gun ones. control. Yet the black ones. Let's talk about this, Ricky. Both of the expelled representatives, Justin Jones and Justin Pearson, are black. A third representative, Gloria Johnson, who was white, kept her job by one vote. Now, keep in mind that the only only two Tennessee state representatives, uh, these are the only two that have been expelled since the Civil War. So this is really a big deal. Uh, in other political news, Ricky, only one third of Americans say President Biden deserves to be reelected. According to a new CNN poll, a majority of Democrats say they would like to see someone else as a Democratic nominee next year. Now, his overall job approval rating stood at 42 percent with 57 percent disapproving. The survey was conducted through March. Lastly, Walmart plans to automate much of its supply chain and reduce its dependence on human workers. The company is investing $14 billion in the project. By early 2025, it's expected to use 65 percent of this new automation. The change is expected to reduce Walmart jobs in packing and sorting. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what you got in sports? Oh, what's up there, Maria? Uh, yes, indeed, here's an official. LSU women's basketball squad has accepted the invitation to attend the White House to celebrate their national championship. And yes, they will be doing this without Iowa. It is what it is, man. So glad they got everything worked out. Let's go make this tradition continue to move forward. The highest paid wide receiver in the NFL, Tyreek Hill, Miami Dolphins star, is uh, he just made this announcement right here. Going for 10, man. I'm going to finish out this contract with the Dolphins, man, and then I'm going to call it quits. Boom. So we going for 10 years. I ain't mad at him. He's trying to get that 10 year so we can get that uh, NFL pension for life after that. And he said he wants to go in uh, the, on the business side, be an entrepreneur. And, and you know what I'm saying? This football situation, I, I love NFL. I love football, college football, everything. But these players, their careers are getting shorter and shorter. And a lot of them are, are, are bouncing oh, yeah. out earlier. It's like, listen, man, I like my health. I want to have all my common sense when I'm retired from this game, all these concussions and everything. So so good for him. He got a plan. He got an exit strategy right there. Last but not least, big dog Tiger Woods stumbled out of the blocks in the first round of the Masters, shot a 74. He's in the middle of the pack to the bottom a little bit, so he got to come back strong in the second round, which starts today. Quick sports support right there. Uh, we got more Ricky Smiley Morning Show coming up next. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. 
It is time for the hot spot. Rock T, what's going on in the hot spot? I'm about to told you. Putting it down for the Brat Man, the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. Let's start out with rapper Coolio. Died of an overdose of fentanyl. According to TMZ, the Los Angeles County Medical Examiner also revealed that traces of heroin and methamphetamines were in the rapper's system at the time of his death. His manner of death was ruled an accident up until now. Coolio passed away September 28th. He was 59 years old. SZA, her tour has proven very successful, grossing $34.5 million in a period of about 10 weeks. The 18-date stint ran from February the 21st through March the 23rd, making SZA with her first-ever headlining arena tour. According to Billboard Box Score, the SOS tour sold 238,000 tickets. And if you break that down, that's an average for SZA, about $1.9 million per show. Nice little old payday right there. Let's talk about your boy Kanye West, Rick, dog. Uh, he's being sued over his private Christian school, Donda Academy. According to TMZ, Ye and Donda Academy were being sued by two black women who say they were fired from their teaching positions at the school for retaliation for sounding the alarm on alleged education, health, and safety code violations and for their race. Let me tell you what's about to get ready to go on, what's happening, with what kind of operation that Kanye is running over there. According to the suit, the women say that they were the only black teachers employed by Donda Academy when they were hired earlier this year. They claim that shortly after being hired, they noticed numerous health and safety violations, unlawful educational practices, and extremely unusual rules at Kanye's school. The women say the only lunch option available for students is sushi. What? <laughs> Every what day eat sushi. Every day, students are not allowed to bring any outside food or drinks except for water. The suit claims that Kanye spends about ten thousand dollars a week on sushi, man. <laughs> but if you send your kids to Kanye West School, uh, okay. <laughs> what dog? I mean, you kind of you got to expect it's going to be some, some right. foolishness. Like who who would do that? Well, the teachers also claim that Kanye didn't allow crossword puzzles. Or coloring sheets at the school. Classes could not take place on the second floor because Kanye is afraid of stairs. You want all of them to be crazy oh, like him. Oh. All See, of them. Send your child right over there to the regular elementary school and keep right. them moving. And check this out. He didn't want the kids to eat uh, using forks or utensils, which is why the sushi you can eat with your fingers and your hands. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. He also didn't allow artwork to be hung on the walls, man. What kind of school is this? No one was allowed to wear jewelry simply because he did not like jewelry. Um, the teachers even claimed... Sound Kanye- like you need to put a helmet on if you're going to go to that school. <laughs> Listen, man. Teachers even claimed that Kanye didn't allow chairs, forcing children to sit on foam cushions or stand while teachers were uh, relegated to standing on using the stool themselves. Uh, the suit also says that everyone is required to wear black and they can't wear Nike or Adidas brands. They were not allowed. Of course, we know why that Damn. is. Hmm. The teachers claim that uh, when they tried to bring up the alleged issues, they were threatened not to reach out to Kanye. So you can, they can complain, but they couldn't complain to Kanye. They also claim their paychecks were a little bit short, like $2,700 per pay period. So they're suing Kanye and Donda, uh, Donda Academy for that money. Hmm. There it is. I don't know. I don't know what happened. That's just crazy. Oh. I, I don't know. If I would have sent my kids oh. there anyway. Yeah. It's too damn weird and crazy. And got too much drama going on and stuff, man. You know, similar to LeBron James school or uh, what's his name, Jalen Jalen Rose. He got a school 
or whatever, or or IMG Academy or some damn where going through all that stuff with him. That's crazy, man. It is what it is. Basic elementary school. Nothing wrong with the schools out there. So whatever. Well, that's what's hot in the hot spot, man. We got the HBCU know coming up next. We're going to holler at Edward Waters University. You know what I'm saying? Stay tuned for that, man. We got more Ricky Smiley Morning Show up next. I know. Now you know. Hey, no. Hey, And if you don't know, now you know. HBC, you know. Oh, yeah, it's about that time, baby. <laughs> Rock Teasy for Sheezy up in the building. It's time for another HBC, you know. We're going to always put a spotlight on our heroes and sheroes that attended or currently attend our historically black colleges and universities. Let's truck it on down to Jacksonville, Florida. Home of Edward Waters University. Established in 1866. Home of the purple, orange, and white tigers. Shout out to the triple threat marching band. Shout out to one of y'all's former students. James Cannonball Butler. He played running back for Edward Waters football team. Yes, indeed. He feed the needy. Why they call him Cannonball? Hey, all of his teammates used to say, you try to tackle him. <laughs> he played eight seasons in the NFL with the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Atlanta Falcons, and the St. Louis Cardinals. To this day of this HBC, you know he's the only alumnus from Edward Waters to ever play in the NFL. I'm just saying. He was the leading rusher for the Atlanta Falcons in each of his four seasons with the squad and was selected to the Pro Bowl in 1969. Mr. James Cannonball Butler, another proud HBCU alum of Edward Waters University. If you didn't know, now you know. If you want me to highlight your favorite HBCU, hit me up on my social media platforms at Rock T Holler. Let's get it. HBCU know. Good morning, Ricky. So Sunday uh, is Easter. We ventured out onto the Internet to uncover some interesting facts and stats. Now, Ricky, you've talked about this quite a bit about, you know, folks not going to church in real life, especially after the pandemic, going virtually. Well, 67 percent of people spent time with friends and family last year, while 35 percent stayed home. This year, 56 percent say they'll hang out with friends and family, while 41 percent say they will stay at home. Uh, that's a pretty big deal because, you know, I know we all remember growing up, Easter Sunday, your dress, your suit. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It wasn't even a question. Mm-mm. Hot comb, crown royal, Ooh, uh, uh, royal royal crown grease. And, and and then that Saturday, you got to go to Easter speech rehearsal for the Easter play. Yes. Hey, hey, hey hold on. Hey, hey, Rick. Don't play. Did, did, did y'all used to wear your Easter suit to school that following Monday? <laughs> Damn right. Everybody for be school pictures. For school <laughs> pictures. Man, stop playing with me, boy. <laughs> Boy, talk about your it, mom and dad was together, but you don't know nothing about that. <laughs> All y'all mom and dad was together. Y'all don't know nothing about real Easter. Shoot. Come on, dog. Boy, we had a, had a good old time, boy. Has everybody yeah. had your face you, greased up? What you say, Rock? Anybody ever froze up doing their Easter speech? Damn right. I, I did oh, every, yeah. every year. I got a, I got a whipping after Easter because a lady in the back of the church was making faces, making me laugh. <laughs> Deborah Whitaker, she had a, had a red, had a, like a red afro. I was up there trying to say, you know I'm already silly. And I was trying to say my easy speech man, Deborah Whitaker. I'll never forget her. Deborah Whitaker. She was sitting back there and made a funny ass face, bro. I started mm. <laughs> Maria, I'm not lying, distracted. Maria. Oh my God. Maria, you know I got ADHD. Man, she made that funny ass face, man. Boy, look at here, boy, laugh. My great grandmama, Delia Reed, rest in peace. 
She took me back there behind that church and she popped me on my ass probably about four or oh five times. Gosh, she said, you don't Ricky. laugh during an Easter speech. What was so funny? <laughs> what was I call we call my great grandmama Ain't Deal. So Adelia. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Ain't Deal. And she took me back there and tore my butt up. But uh yeah. And every time I see Derba Whitaker, I talk I bring that up to this day. I'm gonna post on I'm gonna, I'm gonna see y'all I'm gonna post a picture on Facebook. <laughs> Please post that. And real quick, let's talk about candy. Uh, 90 million chocolate bunnies are sold in the U.S. Uh, yeah. every year for Easter. So the Cadbury cream eggs are a classic, but they're also number one in a poll for the worst Easter candies. Have you ever had those? The creamy no. stuff, this goo- gooey, creamy oh, stuff come out the middle? Oh, Maria. Oh, my God. Maria. What? M- Maria, why you ain't saying nothing about the bra? The bra candy. That old oh, grandma yeah. candy. Out of Walgreens. Oh. Yeah. Them damn, marsh- them damn uh, funny shaped eggs with that damn marshmallow in there. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, they're so gross. You can't gross. find them. I don't like those. You eat those? What? Are you crazy? Mm-mm. The the brat the brat with the with the uh that uh uh and with then the, the damn jelly beans and then them them the jelly marshmallow beans, the chickens. Black ones, you don't the like black. the marshmallow chickens? Oh you no. Uh uh-uh, uh no. <laughs> you boost. Uh-uh. No, no. If you don't like them damn pink and them damn yellow marshmallow chicken, you need to get off the radio and clock out for the rest of the day. You boost. Well, if y'all don't hear me the rest of the show, y'all know why. Y'all can join the like conversation. The, you don't like the damn marshmallow uh chickens? I do them black jelly beans all day, but no, nah, I don't do them marshmallow yeah, chickens. Something wrong with you need therapy. Uh, something is. Rock. It's probably my Asian side. I got you, dog. Them marshmallow chicken with a little sprinkle, on. sparkle candy on right. top of them. Yeah, the dog. was in the yellow ones. Yeah, I feel yeah, you, dog. It ain't easy if you don't have, you got to go to Walgreens uh-uh. and get the Brock. B-R-A-C-H. No, How you say it? Brock? Hey, Brock. Can't. Brock candy. Yeah, the Brock yeah. candy. And them damn little nutty. Boy, boy, get and them solid chocolate bunnies, boy, with the little aluminum, colored aluminum foil wrapped around right. them bad boy. Then you get a big-ass chocolate Easter bunny. You ain't know that baby was hollow. Yeah, it was hollow. Hell? Hell? Well, y'all let us know how y'all plan to spend Easter. Join the conversation on Facebook at Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Y'all crazy. You, you bite the bunny ear and it all fall them. apart. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Hey, I apologize, man. We are real crazy this morning. It is too damn early to be fooling with our Rock 10 Special K this morning, bro. I, like, I just need to, <clears throat> I need to take a day off. Oh, man. Man, y'all be getting on my nerves, bro. Y'all be, y'all be doing the most. Uh, it's too early, man. They be up here tweaking this early in the morning, bro. All right, I got a big announcement, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> My voice gone laughing at y'all. All right, y'all. <clears throat> All right, August the 11th through the 13th. All right, y'all know that's my birthday weekend. We're going to be celebrating the Ricky Smiley get a birthday getaway, man, uh, at the Hilton Daytona Beach Oceanfront Hotel. What? <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be doing a live broadcast. That's for everybody in the Daytona area, everybody in Palm Beach, Orlando. Hey, Jacksonville, Duval, y'all need to be come, uh, come on down, man. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Daytona Beach, Florida, the world's most famous beach. All right, y'all, relaxation, celebration, inspiration, pool parties, Ricky Smiley karaoke, beach events, everything, jet skis, parasailing. Everything we're gonna be bringing, uh, looking at some artists to bring in, uh, yoga. I'm talking about everything. You don't have to leave the hotel. We're gonna wear you out for a weekend. I mean, you can get. I mean, you can get in your car. You know, you know Atlanta coming. You know DC coming. People are gonna be driving down, or you can jump on a flight and fly fly directly into Daytona Beach. You don't need no passport. Going through all that kind of stuff, man, or whatever. We doing it at Daytona Beach, the Hilton Daytona Beach Oceanfront. Hotel. So go ahead, jump on it now. 
Because you know a hotel only has so many rooms. It's a big hotel, but you know it's going to sell out. All right? So go to rickysmileybbb.com. rickysmileybbb.com. R-I-C-K-E-Y-S-M-I-L-E-Y-B-B-B.com. All right, let's check it out. Let's go. Critics are raving about the new stage play by first-time director Seymour Buss taking the theater world by storm. Audiences can't get enough of You Know You Too Big to Be a Sissy. Mama, I gotta be who I am. I just need the love of another man. The story of Alphonse, a 6'4", 260-pound former college football player who comes out the closet to marry his lover and open a high-end store that sells skinny jeans, lightweight sweaters, and glittery sneakers. Mama understand, baby, but your daddy just can't accept it. You're damn right I won't accept it. You're just too big to be a sissy. Look at you. Six foot four, 260 pounds, big, black, and ugly. You ought to be playing for the Baltimore Ravens, no? You know you too big to be a sissy. The heart-wrenching story of a man and his search for the answer, how big is too big to be a sissy? Why daddy got to keep hiding my baby doll shoes and ties? Because you got a side 14 foot, nigga. You know you too big to be a sissy. Get your tickets now at www.jimsrimsandfashionforchimps and Chuck's Steakhouse, where we love to put our meat in your mouth. And stop sitting down when you're peeing, <laughs> I just spit out of my mouth. He's six four two sixty and sit out. What do you pee? That that young man is pursuing his dreams. Y'all leave him alone. Rock go. It is about that time. Gary is out today. We got Twan 360 uh, doing the tea party this morning. Uh, so we are so happy to have you from our segment, Fix It Jesus. All right, Twan, Twan, good morning. You ready? I'm here. What's up, Ricky? Good morning. Man, good morning, man. Well, now, Coco, Taj, and Lily from SWV are now talking about their reality show with the ladies from Escape, and it's not good, Twan. What's up? It's not. The ladies of SWV, they stopped by the Sherry Show yesterday to clear the smoke with the fellow girls group Escape, and the sister with voices, they said they are ready to move on from what group is better or what group should headline an uh, alleged upcoming tour. They concluded their conversation with the daytime talk show host by saying things between the two groups will never be the same. Man. I wanted it to be fun. I wanted yeah. us to go back to the 90s and relive our youth and have so much fun. It wasn't anything that I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So I kind of regret that part. I feel like now we'll probably never be able to have that again. But no. it, it was, yeah, I was too just a little disappointed. Said, too much disrespect. It's just been really crazy. And I honestly was not expecting it like that right. at all. I thought it was going to really be cool. We are not going to be anybody's sidekick and we're not going to allow of you to course. talk to us of anyway. Course. Yeah. Oh, wow. It is what it is, man. It's been an ongoing conversation. What group should headline this tour? What do you guys think? Who should headline this tour if it does happen? I Who mean, had the most hits? Ooh, That's you, the question. You can go For back real? and forth. I, I think SWV. I mean, I love mm. it. I love Escape. Maybe, when you think about should, radio but, hits, I think SWV had more. Now, the fans may be bigger on Escape 
than they are on SWV. But in terms of hits, Ricky, I believe it's SWV. An easy solution to this is alternate per city. Just alternate. Yeah. Keep it simple. Or, or um, you know, uh, uh, sing some of your songs uh, or whatever. Then bring out a second group, sing some songs. And then they do their hit. They last three big hits at the end on stage together on each side with different little setups and tear it up kind of like a, uh, what they do? Like the, the verses. Like the verses. Yeah, they, I, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. I like you, that. You know what I'm saying? So um, uh, that, that's something that, that you know, uh, I hope they work out because that is such a fabulous tour. Maria. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, let's talk about Khloe Kardashian, Twan. She recently appeared on the Jennifer Hudson Show and talked about the newest member of her family. What is the latest with her, Twan? It is a lot going on with Miss Khloe. It's shocking to some, but disturbing to many. It appears that she has taken back her cheating on and off again boyfriend, Tristan, uh, after he welcomed a baby with his personal trainer, Marilee Nichols, back in 2021. Wow. Yeah, they were recently spotted grabbing french fries from a fast food restaurant over in L.A., and shortly after that stop, she stopped by the Jennifer Hudson Show to confirm that she's single, but more importantly, how she prepares to release the name of her son that her and Tristan welcomed via surrogate back in August. At first, I really did not know what I was going to name him. Uh, I wanted to meet him and feel him out a little bit. And so at first, he didn't have a name. Then he's been named, but I've been waiting for the premiere of our show. (laughs) And I didn't know it was going to be this far out. So now I'm just like, if my daughter outs me, I'm... Screw. Oh, but it's out okay. you. <laughs> will, his, will, his, will his name start with a T, maybe? I think everyone, we're guessing, right? I think it will start with a T. It will? Yeah. It will oh, start with a T. Okay. So what we know right now is that the name will start with a T. Special K, do you have maybe some T's that the baby name would possibly be? <laughs> I mean, he it needs to have some urban, like, flavor to it. You know, like, yeah. uh, Travius or <laughs> Tadarion or... <laughs> Tiante, but if you, if if you call him Tiante, he to make it masculine, you gotta, you can't put the little apostrophe over the e. It's gotta just be. You cannot. I'm screaming. You are absolutely right, sir. Tyron. Talk to him this morning, sir. Tyron Radio. Travail, and if you spell it Travail, you gotta put T apostrophe capital R A B. So you gotta have some flavor to it, Travail. If you don't break down hood baby naming one on one for the listeners, we really appreciate you, man. And I just for the record, Escape sold nine million. Uh, uh, nine million uh, records in SWV, so four point five million. Which That's all. Is, you better come with the facts. Yeah, yeah. You know, I be I be googling. I thought they would have sold more records than that. No, no. no Beyonce, uh, I don't lie. Uh, Beyonce, te- uh, Aloysius texts me. That. Is, that, <laughs> is, that, is that the fact, Beyonce, for real? Um, I was googling, and Madame Noir said uh, the neighborhood talk is posting at three million. Uh, yeah, so I mean that's what they're saying online. Now I got to get deeper into it. You know, it see says the eleven point five. That number seems awfully it low. Says 11.5. Yeah. According that's to the RIAA. Well, so. in the words of Torn three sixty, I can't confirm or deny those reports. <laughs> All right, no, no. <laughs> now, when it comes to being in a relationship with Russell Wilson, Sierra uh, Sierra has a lot of room. You know, to kind of do our own thing. So what are the Wilsons talking about, Twan? Oh, my God, Ricky. Uh, Sierra just recently dropped a new female empowerment track called The Girls. And the Internet is going in on the line. She says that this is for the girls who don't need a man. And this is for the girls that's independent. Now, Sierra says, although she's married, she wants her man. She do not need him. She does not need him. And Russell seemingly agrees. So what do you guys think about that? Mm. Oh, that's it's terrible. Much. That's yeah. too much. No, don't say that's that. terrible because uh, we tired of that. And uh, man, we 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 you know, uh, Kevin Samuels was right on a lot of stuff. Maybe his, his delivery wasn't all that great, but 
You know what I'm saying? We don't want no woman. Uh, I don't know. There's nothing wrong with feeling like you need your man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Nothing. We want to feel needed. I just don't think it's it's appropriate for a married woman to say who is in a loving marriage. I I just feel like that's kind of a slight to Russell Wilson. With a man that makes a million dollars a week. And and is caring and loves you and, and a good father. Like, why? And then he's he saying, saying he, he talking about some okay. That's, that's real nah. simpy. That's real simpy. Real simpy. <laughs> if you don't know what a simp is, I, I call him a simp, but that action for him to say, yeah, yeah, baby, whatever you say, <laughs> that's real simpy. Maybe she's you know maybe she coming from the per, uh, perspective of, okay, it's okay for the woman to be a boss as well. It's not designed that way. Exactly. It ain't designed that way. Wow. You know what I'm saying? All, all, all that uh, coming, all that independent energy. I don't need your money. I ain't never needed your money before Comic View. You know, <laughs> I was married. I was married 12 years. Let me tell you something. I was married for 12 years. My wife ain't never pay a bill. Not one. I was working at Foot Locker, playing a uh, piano organ at a church. My wife ain't never paid one freaking bill. And I bought her a car when she graduated college. She came out of college. She had a car. It wasn't a brand new one. Or whatever, but it was something for her to get around in. And I went and helped her get her job, which she's still working to this day or whatever. But she never paid a bill. And, I, and, my, and my grandmother ain't never paid a bill because I watched my grandfather uh, love on my grandmother like he did. And I knew that it was my job to take care of my wife. And I did. So uh, that's, that, that's, that's what uh, you're going to get tired of being out there by yourself, being independent. And then 2 o'clock in the morning, reaching in that, that night drawer, getting that rose. <laughs> <laughs> Fix it, Jesus. <laughs> Good morning. This is Cynthia from Lake Mary, Florida, saying good morning to everybody in Lake Mary. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. It's Charles from Chicago. I'm calling to wake up Black Tony. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Hey, hey, hey. This is Betty calling from South Carolina. I'm calling for my son, Alonzo, Henry, Hardy, Sherelle, Greta Hardy, LJ. I'm calling for little Vicky, all of them. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Chattanooga, wake up. And Shreveport, wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Ricky, feeling good is just as important as looking good. Coming up, I have three ways to boost your mental health. That's next on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Mind, body, business with Maria Moore on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. It is about that time for mind, body, and business with the one and only Maria Moore. What up? What up, Ricky Smiley? All right, so fitness goes beyond diet and exercise. A healthy lifestyle also involves the way you think and the way you feel. So today I want to revisit three ways to boost your mental health. Number one, and we see this a lot in the news, especially when it comes to our kids, social media breaks. Uh, Ricky, there was a 2021 study that found limiting social media use for just a week improved well-being by preventing sleep problems. Have you ever been scrolling on social media so much that the phone just drop, you fall asleep, the phone just drop on your head? Yep. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. And so you got to think, you know, you going to bed with all of that on your mind. And sometimes for people, it affects their dreams, their ability to get a good night's rest. So taking social media breaks can be really good for a positive change in mood. It can help reduce anxiety and improve sleep. So starting out, you don't have to take a whole day off. Just try, you know, a social media curfew. Cut it off at a certain time in the evening. Uh, number two, Ricky, breathing exercises. Uh, therapists talk about this all the time, the benefits of controlling your breathing. And there's a reason why people tell you to take a deep breath when you're angry or upset. Because taking control of your breath helps you interrupt and redirect the flow of your emotions. Mm. So do any of y'all take deep breaths? Take breathing exercises? No. Yeah. I breathe a lot. Oh all my the gosh. Time. Yeah. Real big deep breath and let it in through your nose and out slowly through your mouth. Really important. Totally resets your uh, your um, your emotions. Um, the last one, and you talk about this a, a lot, Ricky, and you know, when we start the day with the praise break, it's really important how you start, start the day because it sets the tone for the remainder of your day. And starting your day by writing down 10 things that you are grateful for. A right. gratitude journal. It forces us to pay attention to the good things in life that we might otherwise take for granted. And that way we start to become more connected to the daily sources of pleasure all around us. Do y'all start right. your day? Um, well, you know how we start the day on this morning oh, show. Yeah. And there's a reason why you get so emotional sometimes because thinking about all of the good things that you have in your life, all of your right. blessings, it's it's overwhelming sometimes. So if you are and trying to... sometimes, you know, I'm a, uh, I might get on social media for about 30 minutes before I actually get out of bed laughing at stuff. I'm already in a good mood and ready to laugh when I come do the morning show. So I'm already on something positive. Yeah. You can't be in a bad mood listening to this morning show because it's all laughs. It's all good energy. So that's what I have for you today inside Mind, Body, and Business. For more ways to make the most of your fitness journey, you can check out the Mind, Body, and Business podcast on the Urban One Podcast Network. And check me out on Instagram at Maria Moore, and that's more with one O. Thank you, Ricky. No, thank you, Maria. And listen, man, I got uh, Battle of the Sexes coming up. If you want to play, I need a man and I need a woman. Y'all get at me, 866-9-R-I-C-K-E-Y. We got Battle of the Sexes coming up. Ricky Smile the Morning Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It's not a morning show. Let me guess who this is. About, I'm not even going to lie, but I'm barely, I'm barely woke right now. I'm so asleep right now. You're not coming to work? Bro, you're not coming in? Cause I ain't I ain't get back to the house till like five something in the morning. I was I was at all night. Hey Black Tony, can I ask you something? <sighs> what if all of us did that? What if all of us had your attitude and just call in sick? Well, <sighs> what if everybody had to go out and do what I had to do last night? I had to I had to get some get back last night, and I was up all night doing it. I was on 
Because, you know, Saturday, look, you can't let nobody disrespect you and just let it go. You know what I'm saying? You can't let nobody disrespect you and let it go. I had, I had to handle something last night. And I'm tired. You know, I, I find it, I, I just kind of find it interesting how you divert <sighs> attention from the fact that you don't come to work. You call in sick every day. But you try to keep the focus of the conversation on what you going through, and you make it all Yo. about. Now, ain't nobody, ain't nobody deferring no attention. I'm just trying to talk about something else other than what you talking about. Look, so this what this what happened last night. So me and Pancake and Newt, me and Pancake Newt, we want we were we are one. You know, so you been to Atlanta. Yeah, I saw you. So you know down nobody radio station. I got a big old uh, uh, fairy wheel, right? That'd yeah. be fairy wheel like we'll be in a film. But it real big, sir. Yeah, the one so right there behind our Hot 107. But, yo, so we went out there to get on the fairy wheel that night, paid all the money to get on the fairy wheel. Shout out to the fuck, let her go around one time. And then we're going to get into it with the man. Because we telling him, me, me Newt, and Punk, and uh, uh, Pancake, we in the ferry, we riding around. We had a good time. You know what I'm saying? Three, yeah. we, riding, we rode around the thing. Then going to make us get off at the one time. We talking about shot. We thought we were going to ride around like five or six times. Man, we all got into it with the man. Cut the man out. Shout out. How about we went back there after they closed? Yeah, what? We went back there after they closed it down. And we took six of them cars off of them, and now I'm selling them. So six of the things missing off the Ferris wheel downtown Atlanta. <laughs> yup, we took some wrenches and some screwdrivers down there and took them off. Bro, I know y'all so, didn't. Yeah, so the you little, the little round, the round started. things that you sit in. Yeah, the the carrot, the little carrot thing that go around on the yeah. They shout now. They oh, they shout. They go oh, when they go down there in the morning. Oh, they finna be shout. I don't so know what we so, selling so, them. So what y'all gonna do with that? What the, what, what you gonna do with that? What's the purpose of that? Whoever want to buy them, so how do we sell them? You can, you okay, can, you but can what they going to do with a, with a glass thing that you send in that's supposed to be on a Ferris wheel that y'all stole? So don't you got a swing set at your house for your kid? You put a heavy-ass thing on a swing set? Right, so you going to push it? Right, so you got a big tree in your backyard. You can put it on. You can hang it on a tree with a rope and let your let your little boy swing in. Man, it's going to break the tree, dog. It's going to break the tree down. <laughs> now, why would y'all do that, man? Because we had to get some get back. And I'm a wheels up all night, stealing. Them, I mean, uh, uh, taking them things off of them. You think it's easy to take them things off of them? And then when, but we did, we we gonna we gonna go But where y'all where y'all selling them? Where y'all at? So you know where I be at? We gonna be over there on the west end, right there by Shoe Show and Rental Center, right in the little alley, right there by the door. <laughs> we got them all stacked up. Yeah, we got them stacked up. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all know that F&J Furniture's having a sale? Right now, buy three complete rooms of furniture for only $5.99. And $50 down will put you in a bedroom set or living room set today. Or buy it on credit. Your credit's always good at F&J Furniture, regardless if you've got bad credit, no credit, or on welfare or SSI. You've got credit at F&J Furniture at low monthly terms. I would like to get a living room set. Do you have any credit? No. See the special man. Let her have it. I would like to get a set of box sets. Do you have credit? I just filed bankruptcy. Well, you need to see the special man. Let him have it. Tienes estampas? Tienes credito? No. Habla con el special man. Let her have it. You can have it too at Frankie and Johnny's F&J Furniture, 315 North Broad, 822-8220. Go see Frankie and Johnny, the easiest credit men in town. Morning show. It is about that time for the tea party. We got the one and only one, the 
done from our segment called Dixit Jesus. All right, Twan, what's going on with the rapper Lil Wayne's daughter? Ricky, good morning. Regina Carter, she recently revealed that she injured herself on the set of an upcoming movie. It appears that she may have twisted or sprained her wrist. Online users are accusing her boyfriend, Armand Warren, of wrongdoing. Uh, Regina said, y'all need to get somebody else to do it. Take a listen to this. Not y'all still asking what happened to my hand. I was on set of my movie, Boxed In. And I fell the wrong way. And that's what happened. And I sprained it. But let me tell you something. One thing I don't play about is abuse. My man don't ever put his hands on me. So don't you ever make that wild statement up. Because one thing about it, these hands might be a little injured, but they work (laughs) for you. Don't play with me. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, get set the record straight. You know, somebody sitting up there uh, just making accusations. Yeah, I'm like, people can't, boyfriend. Like, That's crazy. People can't just hurt themselves anymore these days. It's crazy. Right. right. Ricky, have you ever seen uh, Regine, Regine Carter um, acting? She's actually really good. No, she's I have a good never actress. seen actress. Yeah, she's pretty good. She does and what's the show kids. again? I, she's filming for a movie. Do you know the she name has of the re- movie? Yep, she hasn't released the name of the movie yet. Yeah, she has little clips on her social media, though. She's pretty good. Yeah, um, I'm... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm excited for her. Yeah, check her out. She's real mature. I love her vibe. So let's talk about Mama D. We know there's a whole lot of drama with that, Twan. Now her daughter-in-law is firing back at the accusation that she's refusing to allow Mama D to see her grandkids. What did she have to say? Well, Maria, Mama D, you know, she recently made these headlines accusing Bambi of not allowing her to be a a grandmother and her son, Lil Scrappy, won't do anything about it. Well, today, Bambi's mom, Cece Shaw, has entered the chat and she allegedly feels that Mama D isn't fit to see the kids. Mama D said it's all good. She'll just apply for a job at the zoo and she'll be able to see everybody. (laughs) I know y'all might think I'm crazy, but guess what? I'm finna go apply at the Atlanta Zoo. Yeah, for two things, because I love animals, and I want to see Bambi Mama, because I know she's there. I know she is. Oh I'm detailed from truth. I know oh they're in the cage, and they going, <laughs> <laughs> I know they're there. So I like to, you know, show my love and throw on some raw meat. Yeah, because some people thirst, baby. Make sure that meat is bleeding, huh? Like, I'm giving them no clean meat. Got to give them the one that's bloody, because the thirst is real. Boy, that is freaking hilarious. And the, and the thing about it is, uh, Mama Deacon Rose, but it'd it be funny, man. When you, you got them people like, if they don't like the uh, baby daddy, then the grandparents damn sure ain't going to get to see the child. I'm going through that my damn self, and it is what it is. So, But uh, that's why you have grandparent rights. But in order for Mama D to have rights to the grandkids, uh, Scrappy would have to no longer, longer, would no longer be here. That's, that's the way the laws work in mm. a lot of states. But I, I just feel bad because uh, I, I, I think it hurts the child when the child cannot uh, visit, spend the night, spend weekends, spend quality time with grandparents. It's, 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 that was funny, but it's hurtful. Absolutely. So, yeah. You know what else is hurtful is Kirk Franklin's son is obviously angry again. Was he mad at now? Oh, my God. The gospel great son, he took to Instagram to to address his alleged ex-girlfriend who was recently spotted having an online conversation with R&B singer Genuine. Carry on Franklin is his name, and he says all he wanted to do was look at the screenshots from this conversation and the unidentified woman refused to, and he just just went on the whole rampage. Fix it, Jesus. You're trash, okay? I was going to let you slide. You're a liar. You you. you 
and flirting with genuine and then didn't want to screenshot the conversation and send it to me. Then you lied and said that you sent the screenshot and you never did. Like, go 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 suck genuine. Yep. Flirting with that old ass pony ass. Oh man, oh, how old is he? I think we're the same age, so he's probably like 34, 35 years old. Acting like that? Yeah. This is Kurt yeah, I mean, son. I mean, they, they just heard they going through stuff. That's this new generation. That's how they handle stuff, man. Uh, you know, just I just hope that he just find love and, and get him a, a nice, mature woman that's going to treat him right, be nice to him, and love on him. And then he don't have to, uh, you know, have to deal with that and have to go through all that. Sound like he got some maturing to do himself, though. Yeah, I mean, you got to grow up, but sometimes you can get with a good woman that'll help you grow up, that'll bring to grow up uh, to you a lot quicker. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, I feel, I feel I feel bad for him, man. Um, um, you know, I just hope he, he get it together and hope that uh, he finds some peace and find some, um, you know, some peace and some happiness. So, uh, yeah, just make sure y'all pray for that. Uh, so, uh let me see. Hold on. I'm trying to read these damn comments. Hey, Tuan, let everybody, we really appreciate that. Tuan, let everybody know how you can be reached. Hit me on my uh, Instagram at Tuan the Don. Ricky, thank you so much for this opportunity. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Tuan the Don. Thank you. Did you see that post? People are talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, y'all. Uh, here's our uh, little top topic starter right here. Uh, this morning, have participation trophies made kids to soft. Now, uh, Rock Shannon Sharp had a real good conversation about that. Yeah. Uh, about the participation trophy, he was absolutely correct. Yeah, he no. was absolutely correct. Now, a group of politicians in North Carolina think so. And are, and are now pushing to ban them, which they should. Uh, last Thursday, three Republican state senators introduced the Eliminate Participation Trophies Act. Uh, it would ban them at all youth sporting events in North Carolina that are sponsored by state or local governments. Now, if an event or league gets government funding, any trophies or ribbons they give out would have to be based on, quote, identified performance achievements. The idea is to stop making kids think they're a winner just because they showed up for something. But people in favor of the trophies think the whole topic is overblown. Uh, in general, most of the uh, most of those trophies and ribbons uh, go to young kids like six and seven year olds. Uh, they usually get phased out by middle school. At the latest. Now, the question is, the question is, are they just a nice, harmless souvenir for kids to get? Or are they damaging kids? Uh, you know, are they damaging in some way? Rock T, what are your thoughts? Man, boo to the participation trophy. I mean, it's cool to have for these kids, man. But listen, nothing worth having comes easy. Success comes from effort and hard work. And not giving participation trophies, in my opinion, helps build character you know you got to have grit grind perseverance you got to develop that dog mentality and hunger if you want to win the next time if you want to get to that championship all these are ingredients that helps create that championship mentality Mm. and you got to teach your kids like life is going to punch you in the face you're going to get knocked down what you going to do about it you going to stay down or you going to get your butt up you know if you get knocked down nine times get up ten all right if you don't like losing that game, okay, what you going to do about it? Get your butt back in the gym, get in the offseason, work out so you can win that championship the next time. That's just Super my Day. personal opinion. Super Day. Yo. Now, you you know you in the sports real heavy. What's your thought on participation trophy? If you look at all the great players that we've seen in the NFL and 
in NBA. Michael speak, Jordan. Speak, come close. Michael Jordan, yep. uh, Tom Brady, all these guys didn't get those participation trophies. Oh, they, they found did. a way to win. They They've gotten better right. okay, over can I, time. Can I, can I say something for, yeah, the, go ahead. for, for the people who, uh, when they was younger and in field day and stuff, they came in like fourth and fifth place. I, I kind of appreciated getting that little that little <laughs> ribbon because but everybody, four everybody, people participated and you okay, came but, in fourth but, place. If you came in fourth or fifth place, you still got a little ribbon because you at least ran. You tried. <laughs> And I, oh, me, I, I'm feeling some kind of way right now. I'm feeling attacked. Oh, let me ask you something. That night you performed at Uptown Comedy Corner in Atlanta <laughs> behind, behind Houston's own Peachtree. Right. And, uh, like, the comedy was so terrible, you said that you could hear what coming out of the kitchen? Yeah, I had just started doing stand-up. Let's, let's get that clear. So this was in the very early days, not like now when I'm... <laughs> borderline superstar but uh this was back in the day when i wasn't that good and i had a bad set and it got really quiet in the room they didn't laugh they didn't boo but they didn't laugh it got very quiet and i could what? hear the the dishware tinkling back in the kitchen where the little hispanics was cleaning the, was washing dishes the, who? the little the little the little you know the little hispanic people was back in the back washing dishes and i could hear it and it was right. very unnerving and, and, and what did you say before you left the stage? And I said, okay, this didn't work out too well tonight, but I'll be back next week. <laughs> and, when and, Earth, and when Earthquake went back on stage, what did he say? And it was his club, and he came back and said, uh, yeah, don't threaten my crowd like that. <laughs> Sound like you're going to be back next week. He said, if he be back next week, he'll yeah. be in line with y'all as a customer. So he now, now, Special K, when I was sitting over there in the VIP, when Earthquake <laughs> said that, what did I do? You passed out. <laughs> So once again, Earthquake did not give you a participation trophy. He did not. No, he did not. And, and it because made of that, better. because it of that, made it better. made you a better right. comedian. That's right. It made that, me a better comedian, I mean, and I, mean, I had bomb sense. <laughs> you know, he got his ass roasted. <laughs> I got roasted. Earthquake roasted me for like twenty minutes. He called me. A I'm comedy talking about terrorist. the audience. They, Super Day, the audience. They was beating the tables laughing. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, this is back in the day. Earthquake was vicious hey, back in the day. But it, but I thank him thing, for that every only day. Thing I remember, only thing I remember, you was coming towards the table. We were sitting there, and I, and I went I went to black. <laughs> but I thank, I thank Quake for that every day because it made me stronger. It made me better, and it made me right. not want to ever feel that again. And I haven't felt it again, and you'll but see that. Can I say something? In Charlotte from, and Tampa. Anyway. From a, a, B, cause from you got a two boys. Per- from a mother's perspective, I feel like you guys are being way too savage. I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old, and getting them to participate in team sports is is hard. And But when they feel like they get this trophy or this ribbon and getting them to learn to be active, it is motivating for them. And you know what? They feel like they're part of the team. Now, I could see if you're in high school and trying to get like a part, a, you want a participation trophy. But I mean, when you're younger, like you're the little kids, yes, give them a participation trophy. They did yeah, good. Or, or- or a ribbon, but they don't get the hard trophy. Rick, my son was eight years old when he played basketball a couple of years ago. They got a participation right. trophy. I told him to give it back to him. Because <laughs> You're he mean. I, I don't care. He didn't play. He didn't love playing basketball. He just did it for his mother. So he didn't put the effort in to be a better player. It was other kids out there that put the effort in. That wanted and to be the key. best. That's key there, effort. That's the word. I think you just need to relabel why you're being awarded. Your effort, the journey, the hard work that you put in to get to that place. But for just participating, I think that sends the wrong message, you know? 
But I do right. understand what you're saying as a mother. You know, you want to celebrate them working up to that point. But let leave it to the parents to give their kids participation. Man. Girl, stop. I pay too yeah. much money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but, but see, what you, what you don't want to have, uh, we're raising a generation of entitled young men and women. So they think they're supposed to get something for no effort. You see what I'm saying? These kids, I, I tell you what, everybody out there that got sons, uh, every, I mean, everybody out there that got daughters, Ask them, what the, ask them what the dating scene is like in their 20s. Ask your daughters why they dating do 34, 35, 37 years old or whatever, and she, she 23, 24, 25, and what the, the the young men that's 23, 24, 25, what they act like. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Yep. That, 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 whatever, have to work hard, man. I, I swear, I swear Mr. Greg Turner changed, uh, changed my life. Uh, uh, when he took me over there to Tarrant Wildcats and I started playing Little League football and, and, and Coach Holmes, how uh, uh, he's a retired fireman. He came to my son's funeral, man. I hadn't seen Coach Holmes in years. Uh, his two sons, Wesley and Wendell, we was all on the on the football team at Tarrant together and, and stuff, man, and how tough that made me and how we sweated out there on that, on that football field, that football practice every day. It just gave you a sense of, Toughness and 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 when we when we didn't win the Sugar Bowl, but when we lost, we went over there and cried and drunk our Gatorade and cried or whatever. But we came back and we beat we we won it next year. We beat they ass. We right. beat uh, we, we played Leeds on uh, that was the first time we ever played on some artificial turf. First of all, come on, dog. Uh, we were so excited about that. And Alabama played on the same Alabama and Auburn played on the same field, Legion Field. But it made us tough because we we didn't like the feeling of losing. I, I can't tell you what it what it was like. When I got booed on Showtime, the Apollo, what? Y'all gonna boo me? Y'all didn't even let me get a joke out. When they said Birmingham, Alabama, they was they was. Oh, booing. you you, they, you ain't never lied going, about that. They was going boo, 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 <laughs> boo, boo. <laughs> it was, but they was singing booing yeah. me. I, I don't know if they like my outfit I had on from James West. But, but I tell you that's what, that's the best thing that can happen to you a damn comedian. Right. I bet, I bet, they, booed, I, bet that's I don't the get the best booed. thing I, that can happen to you. Special K, when the, the next time I got on the stage, which was the following week, I think I was at Secrets in Columbia, South Carolina. When I tell you I tore audience up, I had folks running to the bathroom, and I've been funny ever since and yeah, still don't. funny. Yeah. What? I don't never want to feel that again. I don't like that damn feeling. You don't getting, never want to feel that again. On stage. Ain't nobody clapping for me just because I'm there. They didn't know who Ricky Smiley was. Back then in, in 90 and 91, I didn't, nobody knew I was. Man, and in comedy, you ain't got nowhere to hide. If it go bad, you got nowhere to hide. It ain't nothing Man, look but at you here. and that mic. Look at here. Bro, Frank and Beverly got maids, and OJ's and, and Gladys Knight had the pips. Ain't nothing behind us. <laughs> Come on, dog. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if Frank and Beverly don't do nothing else, he still got bum, 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 bum. Boy, it ain't nothing behind a comedian uh-uh. but them damn curtains in that gobo. Them go. <laughs> yep. Say what day? <laughs> All right, let's go to the phone. Eight six 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 nine. Ricky, good morning. Uh, we talking about participation trophies. I think they should keep it because it helps to motivate the kids. I mean, you can't make them feel like losers. You have to motivate them and keep them positive and keep them thinking. You know, hey, they're successful. That's the only way to really motivate these young people. So, banning participation trophies is stupid to me. Get rid of them. Bye. Waste of time. Mm-mm. You got to earn it. I think the participation trophies should be banned. If you're eight or nine years old, I think you should know the difference between winning and losing. As far as, like, the younger kids between five, six, seven, and eight, they should be able to get the participation trophies. 
they're foolish for even thinking that they should take that away from kids because that's actually good. That shows good sportsmanship for these kids and that gives them a reason, you know, to want to play, want to show up. It's positive competition. I think they are needed to boost our kids' self-esteem. It's something tangible that they can always look back on and say they achieved in today's society, the way things are with these various social media platforms. You know, I think they need something tangible to look back on because as a parent, parenting does not come with a manual, but you have to find out what your kid likes, and you have to sometimes put them in different sports. So it's, it's, it's something that's needed. Thank you. I don't think it should be participation trophy because in the real world, everybody can't win. So somebody got to be the loser. Kids need to learn why they kids. All right, look, I got my I got my nephew here that just flew in from Phoenix, and uh, he was raised here in my house. He's home for Easter. Uh, whatever, Craig, did you know? <laughs> it is about that time for Battle of the Sexes. We got Jessica from Daytona. What up, Jessica? <laughs> and we got my man, Red Nick. What up, man? Yeah. Hey, hey, Randick, how you doing, man? I'm great. <laughs> I'm great, man. That's what you people say, right? I'm great. <laughs> yeah. Redneck, I didn't know you listened to uh, uh, the Ring and Smile in the morning show. I thought you probably listened to country music. I do. I get my little share of country. But, you know, you people play good music. You make me laugh. You're funny. You know, I love you guys. You guys are great, man. All right, man. We, we are happy to have you, man. So we're about to play Battle of the Sexes. You, we're going to ask you a question. And if you don't know the answer, just go ahead and say pass or whatever. And uh, we're going to get this thing started. All right, Jessica, you ready? I'm ready. All right, let's go. All right, here we go. What is the jersey number of Hall of Fame Dallas Cowboys quarterback Troy Aikman? What is his number? Mm. Seven, eight. Mm. Huh? Seven or eight? Mm. No, you can't say it. You got to pick one. Seven? Nope, it's eight. Uh. <laughs> All right. What, uh, what's the NBA team that represents... <laughs> What is the NBA team that represents the city of Dallas? NBA. The Dallas who? Oh, the Mavericks. Yes. All right, what is the blue or green liquid called that a barber used to clean his equipment? Clean his what equipment? Yeah, the, the blue or green stuff that's up in that little jar with the combs and stuff in it that clean the equipment. What is it called? That cl- Blue or green liquid that cleans... Pass. I want to say, yeah, yeah pass. There you go. A double action Mossberg is a type of what? Double action Mossberg is a type of what? Gun. Yes. All right. How many does she got? She got two. She got two. All right. I'm gonna give you one more. What car company makes the Range Rover Sport? Range Rover Sport. Yeah. What what company? Is that Land Rover? I'm not yes. Ooh. Yeah. All right, you? Redneck. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready, girl. All right, let's do this. Start the time. What famous actor played the role of Ike Turner in the movie What's Love Got to Do With It? Tina. She played him. Anime, you die, I kill you. <laughs> okay, that's incorrect. <laughs> that's not the right answer. It's Lawrence Fishburne. She played with him. Played with him. Huh? It's Lawrence Fishburne. We're going to go to the next question. Who was the first black woman to win on American Idol? She is a native of North Carolina. North Carolina, Ray, <laughs> throw your, 
Wave him like a helicopter. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, yeah, the, heard of, no, no, like no, no. What's okay. that song called? North Carolina. Wave <laughs> <laughs> The correct answer is Fantasia. We're going to move on. Okay. The phrase pretty girls wear 20 pearls is related to what black Greek sorority? Black Panther. Black Panther. Black Panther. No, no, no. no. It's it's Alpha Kappa Alpha. Okay. Let's try this one. Gospel singer B.B. Winans has a sister that sings with him. What is her name? Uh, B.B. Reby. Reby Jackson. Reby Jackson. No. It's Reby if you're nasty. It's no. Reby if you're nasty. It's, it's CC, Redneck. <laughs> Who is the one? Rod T? Uh, Jessica from Daytona. Jessica, you won, Jessica. <laughs> Redneck, you lost. Jessica, uh, special game, what did she win? Congratulations, Jessica. You are this week's winner of the fantastic, amazing, fabulous prize pack from America's store, the Dollar Tree. Jessica, are you ready to hear your prizes? You won a can of Fanta pineapple soda. Isn't that delicious? You also got from the $3 section a DVD of Mrs. Doubtfire starring the late, great Robin Williams. (laughs) Yep. That's right up you. Right up you. You got a pair of men's size 6 to 12 premium ribbed fashion dress socks. 100% nylon calf length. Wow. That sounds like something Jean Baptiste wear. You got a pair of leopard print garden gloves. Jessica, you've also got a Mother's Day card to Grandma. It says she's kind, caring, talented, helpful, unselfish, and understanding. You've also got a pack of 48 heavy-duty plastic spoons. Yeah, Redneck, you didn't get that. Yeah, it's for the cookout. Hey, hey, Redneck. Hey, Redneck, here's what else you didn't win. You got a festive green St. Patrick's Day scarf. <laughs> a what? A festive green St. Patrick's Day scarf. Wow. You've also got hey, from Parker and... Hey, from Parker and Bailey, pet stain and odor eliminator. Remove stubborn pet stains and odors from carpet, upholstery, and clothing. And finally, Jessica... Well... If you got a pet, you, now you can eliminate those odors. And finally, Jessica, from Maddie Caves, you got hickory-smoked almonds, gluten-free, healthy, crunchy, delicious nuts. All right. That's funny. <laughs> Y'all welcome our good friend, man, uh, our brother. Please welcome our fit coach, Dr. Ian Smith. Y'all, come on. Hey, what's up, everybody? Good to see everybody. Y'all look great. Y'all look great. Man, we, hey, you got us all slimming down, man. We are so happy to have Man, welcome back, first of all. We miss yeah, it's you. It's always good to be back. I miss you guys, too, so thank you for always bringing me back. This is my yearly visit. I'd like to do it more, but hey, I'm happy with coming and seeing y'all every year to talk about my new stuff. No, not in. We'll have you back on. You know you can come anytime, man. We absolutely love you. You're always giving out some good advice, and a lot of people have lost over thousands of pounds uh, with you, and I know you're excited about your new book, The Met, the Met Flex Diet. Yeah. Uh, uh, the breakdown, what exactly is um, 
Uh, what is that word? Metabolic, Metabolic flexibility. Flexibility. Okay. There you go. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't so, want to mess it up. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> no, I You'll will. get it through. You'll get it through. Um, metabolism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this program I'm really excited about. It's called the Met Flex Diet. Uh, I created it because so many people were hitting me on Instagram and Facebook saying, Dr. Ian, I'm doing all the right things and I still can't lose weight. I'm like, why aren't people losing weight? And I discovered this word called metabolic flexibility, which basically means, Ricky, that the body can burn carbs and it can burn fats. But sometimes we can only burn one of those fuel sources well. So you burn carbs well, but you can't eat burn fats well. You burn fats, can't burn carbs well. Metabolic flexibility says you can burn both. So no matter what you eat, whether it's pasta or steak, your body's got to be able to burn it. And so this is a bill, This allows you to unstick. This is the problem people are having, by the way. Their metabolism is stuck. This will unstick your metabolism in six weeks. It's easy. The food is fun. It's affordable. As you know how I like to do it, everyone can do it. Uh, I did a Facebook group. Maria, you know I like to do yeah. Facebook groups. We did a 1,000 people before the book came out. The average weight loss was 16 pounds in four weeks. And some people lost wow. 24 pounds, 25 pounds, 8 inches. So please, if you're listening, join our Facebook group. It's the name of the book, Metflex Diet. I do two free Zoom sessions a week. Because come on, y'all, we got to get this weight off before summer comes. Yeah, it, it, right. it's an excellent community, and I love that. You know, I really love your book, uh, Blast of Sugar Out. I remember we were talking about that. And you have many books. This is a six-week diet plan. How is it different from the other plans, and how exactly does it work? So the first two weeks are all carb loading. So you're going to eat pasta and rice and baked potatoes. You're going to really load on carbs. Then weeks three to six, we're doing some keto. But we're not doing long-term keto, Maria. We're doing cycling keto. So yep. you go into keto, out of keto, into keto. And what the studies show is when you do that, not only do you lose more weight, but you then unstick your metabolism so it's faster and it's able to burn these fuels better. And people who have been doing it, they love the diversity of food, right? Because who wants to eat just like the same type of food all the time? Mm -hmm. With right. this, one day you may have a slice of pizza. We're not going to eat pizza every day, but you may have pizza one day. You may have salmon the next day. You may have a steak the other day. So this allows you that flexibility, not just in the food, but for your metabolism. Right. Man, I love, I love mixing up the food options, man. So what are the signs that you may have metabolic inflexibility so if you eat a really rich carbohydrate meal and you are sluggish um, then you're going to have uh, you know you have metabolic inflexibility if you feel like you can't digest or you're bloated uh, after uh, eating certain types of foods you know that you are metabolically inflexible and unfortunately there's not like a test like a blood test that you can do to see it it's more kind of how you feel and how you respond to these different foods so, so 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 is it true like you know that after you know after 30 your metabolism kind of slow down so uh you know you know and if so can you change it well we used to think that by the way for years we kept saying when you hit 30 be careful because your metabolism falls off the cliff we now know that actually between the ages of 20 and 60 your metabolism is stable. Yeah. So it's not that your metabolism is slowing. It's that your metabolism has gotten stuck, which is exactly why I wrote the Metflex diet, because people are thinking they're doing the right thing, but they aren't able to get their metabolism revved up again and burn these different fuels. Yeah. And, you know, with all the all of the terminology you're using, you know, keto and uh, carb loading and stuff like that, it can be confusing for people. So can you give us four easy tools people can immediately implement in their life right now to improve their metabolic flexibility number one sleep better you got to have good sleep hygiene all the studies show when you sleep six to eight hours it helps your metabolic flexibility number two Ooh, yeah yeah intermittent fasting 
And in the book, we do some IF, uh, and there are different types you can do. So that that helps. Exercise, and Maria, you know this. Yeah. You don't have to belong to a gym. In fact, in the book, I have illustrations of exercise you can do right at home, and you don't have to go for hours at a time. 30 minutes, you can break it up into different sessions. That makes a big deal. Uh, and then, you know, people have to understand that if you're doing all of this and you're changing your diet by cycling in and out of keto, right, real fast, mm-hmm. real fast, changing up your foods, that'll do it. Yeah, our pastor was fasting was up there, his tongue turned purple up there preaching looking like a chow. <laughs> yeah. Chow dog got some purple tongue. Purple tongue. <laughs> hey, it, it'll match the color of the book the Netflix died. The book cover's purple. <laughs> One day too long. But I love your point because the body does respond to change and you're constantly introducing that change. That's right. In the gym, you know, muscle confusion, you got to do that. The other thing I did, which is really different, I created a workbook. It's called the Metflex Diet Workbook. It's a little thing that every day it takes you through the plan. And the reason why people love the workbook, it makes them accountable. It keeps them on the plan. And in our Facebook group, people who use the workbook in conjunction with the diet lost 25% more weight. Wow. Man, Dr. Ann, thank you so much for stopping by this morning and helping us out. And uh, you also have a murder mystery dropping at the end of the month. Uh, we excited about that. Tell us about that right quick. Yeah, it's the Overnights. It's based in Chicago. It's a black detective called Ash Kane. Um, you guys are going to love this book. It's about uh, media and some media personality that you guys may recognize. So it's May 30th, you'll drop the Overnights. And I want to tell people, if you follow me on Insta and send me a DM, my Instagram is at Dr. Ian Smith. Spell the doctor out. I-A-N Smith. First 10 people who hit me up, mention Ricky Smiley's show, I'll send them a copy of the book. Wow. There it is, y'all. Man, thank you, man. We love you, man. Thank you for stopping by. Much y'all love, give it y'all. up and show your love for the one and only Dr. Ian Smith. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes. All right, John Rick's Mountain Morning Show. You got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Friday headlines. The Republican majority in the Tennessee House of Representatives has voted to expel two Democrats for demonstrating on the House floor in favor of gun control after the deadly shooting in Nashville at a school there. Now, both of the expelled representatives, Justin Jones and Justin Pearson, are black. Here's what Justin Jones had to say about the hypocrisy. Let's talk about expulsion. For years... One of your colleagues who was an admitted child molester sat in this chamber, no expulsion. One member sits in this chamber who was found guilty of domestic violence, no expulsion. We had a former speaker sit in this chamber who is now under federal investigation, no expulsion. We have a member still under federal investigation, no expulsion. We had a member pee in another member's chair in this chamber, no expulsion. Mm. Yeah, he you know read that like spoken word. You know, you know, you know what Tennessee Tennessee Congress need? What? Eric Mays. If they had Eric Mays up there, probably wouldn't be none. They probably would have suspended him too. But uh, I just think it was 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 a shame and racist. Uh, you had the Tennessee three. Uh, uh, the white woman got a chance to stay by only one vote, which I think is they pro- probably by design. But what they don't know is they created three political stars um, uh, up there, you know, in Tennessee. And if I was, if my kid was playing for the University of Tennessee, or or, or, or Memphis, the whole Memphis uh, Grizzlies basketball team, all of them ought to walk off the court because you got three, really three, uh, two people 
that uh, uh, represent the voice of the people. Now that people don't have no voice in the Tennessee uh, state of Tennessee Congress. And right. it's sad. It's racist, mm-hmm. fascism, racism, Trump supporting. Uh, and, and then they over here fighting for gun, for, for rights for kids. And, yeah. and, and and these were white kids that they uh, uh, putting their, their whole career on the line for uh, or, or whatever. But white or black or whatever color they are, don't don't matter. It don't need to be no, no, no. Nobody need those rifles because yeah. those rifles are designed to shoot down police officers. And and the, the whole the, the, it was, that whole situation was just racist to the yeah, core. Yeah, very blatant, very blatant racism. Yeah, especially when you see Gloria Johnson, who was white, she was able to keep her vote. But we're definitely going to stay right. on top of this and hold them accountable. Um, in other news, and kind of related, Ricky, uh, Britain's King Charles III has indicated that he will support research into the monarchy's historic ties to the slave trade. Now, an article in the Guardian newspaper revealed for the first time that the slave trading Royal African Company trans. 1,000 pounds worth of shares in the business to King William III back in 1689. King Charles has given permission for historians to delve into the royal archives to further research, and I'm sure they know what they will he find. Raises, his mama was raised. I don't like none of them. I don't like the Queen Elizabeth. I never liked her or whatever. And, and I low-key think she was Miss Butterworth for real. <laughs> I don't like none of them. All right. So we're going to wrap up the news on that note. All right. You can take a more look at these stories on the website, <laughs> rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what you got in stores? You don't think that was Miss Butterworth. Y'all, <laughs> no. Man, go no. Rock. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. All right. LSU Women's okay, Basketball If Miss Butterworth wasn't Queen Elizabeth, who was Miss Butterworth? Okay. <laughs> LSU Women's Basketball Squad has accepted the invitation to attend the White House and celebrate their national championship. And, of course, one of their stars, Angel Reese, shares how she feels about that. Just going back on it, I mean, the team, you don't get that experience ever. So being able to go back, and I know my team probably wants to go for sure, and my coach is is supportive of that. So I'm going to do what's best for the team, and if they would like to go and we decide we're going to go, then we're going to to go. But it was tough just seeing that in the beginning, but I think we'll all come together, and I think it'll be good. There it is. So they going to the White House. Then go over President Obama house when you leave there, because he did right there in D.C. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Stop over there. I'm sure they will. (laughs) I bet Jill Biden don't be there. (laughs) <laughs> Talking about bringing the, bring the other team. Let her go to Iowa. And I'm on one today. I'm on one today. Because I don't like what happened in Tennessee. And, I'm t- and everybody finna get some this morning. Go ahead. All right, man. Well, let me get, <laughs> let me go and get to talk about the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. Miami Dolphins Tyreek Hill says uh, he made this big announcement. I'm going for 10, man. I'm going to finish out this contract with the Dolphins, man. And then I'm going to call it quits. I don't That's give it. a damn what y'all say. That's Kevin Hart. Go ahead, man. <laughs> You resemble Kevin Hart. That is Kevin Hart. The cheater. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Hart ain't out here fooling nobody out here playing for the Miami Dolphins and then doing comedy. Man, go on to the next story. You ain't fooling me. You got everybody else fooled. Yeah, you can no. put your hand some cornrows and put on a football uniform. That's why can't nobody catch it. Man, go on. I'm on one today. I don't like what happened to Tennessee. That shit, dog. I ain't got that else, man. Let's go to commercial song. What you got, Dave? We got, we got the hot spot, dog. Let's go. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, and it's hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. Brad ain't here. Gary ain't here. Black Tony ain't here. <laughs> 
So now you got to sit up here and do the hot spot right after you did sports. Go on, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I want you to stay on that soapbox, though. So let's go, man. I'm putting let's it down go. for the brick of the tap. The hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So fans should be prepared for some of the lyrics of their favorite Little Mermaid songs to be changed in the forthcoming live action version. Songwriter Alan Menken recently told Vanity Fair there are some lyrics changes in the Kiss the Girl song because people are very sensitive about the idea that Prince Eric would in any way force himself on Ariel. Okay, so wait a minute. So he can't kiss the girl? Well, I think the lyrics kind of was insinuating that he was a little bit aggressive. With Ariel, or, okay. you know, so yeah, calm that down because yeah, you know, that next thing you know, there'll be human resources. <laughs> you already Go know, on, man. He added, he added that there were also updates made to the song Poor Unfortunate Souls to prevent young girls from feeling that they shouldn't speak out of turn, right? What, yeah. Everything is changing. It's crazy, man. The whole world is going crazy. You're going you're gonna to get excited about this one, man. Maybe. A lot of people missed the opportunity to attend Freaknik in person back in the day, man. But at least they'll be able to see it on television. Hulu has unveiled Freaknik, the wildest party never told. An original documentary tracing the rise to fame and the fall of the infamous Atlanta event. The premise of the project states that it recounts the rise and fall of a small Atlanta HBCU picnic that exploded into an influential street party and spotlighted ATL as a major cultural stage, posing the question, can the magic of Freaknik be brought back 40 years later? No, (laughs) no. Ain't nobody celebrating Freaknik. Everybody lost a girlfriend and got cheated on. And uh, girlfriend came back pregnant, and then the baby wasn't yours after they left Freaknik. <laughs> yeah, dog. A lot of folks out here with kids right now, where their mama got pregnant at Freaknik, and didn't tell you that she was cheating on you. So you need to go get DNA <laughs> on all your kids. That sounded personal, dog. <laughs> go check out uh, 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 Lyric Mama, uh, your baby mama, everybody who baby mama, <laughs> my baby mama, everybody baby mama that went to Freaknik, go yep. get a DNA test. Cause they daddy in Atlanta. <laughs> And they, 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 they wouldn't even go into college. They was a local. <laughs> and, and slept with the man that's selling damn T-shirts. <laughs> selling Q-Dog shirts and Delta shirts. And they slept with him and got, got pregnant and got excited. He gave you two T-shirts and smashed. Now you came back pregnant. Talking about this dude here, the daddy, you done freaked all weekend. Man, gone on, man. Don't want to watch no freaking. I got bad experience. Yeah. Experience. Cause they don't be the same when they come. They, yeah. Every man that's listening to the radio show know your girlfriend was not the same when she came back from Freaknik. Them hugs was different. She came back and gave you a church hug. <laughs> McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.